If you have primary school-aged kids or grandkids, make sure Vision Kids is part of their daily routine. Vision Kids! Vision Kids is a 24-7 online radio stream featuring the ever-popular Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Plus other world-class radio dramas, kids' music and friendly voices. G'day, Vision Kids. Vision Kids is streaming now in the Vision app and online at visionkids.org.au. You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids. Another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Think different, live different. V180. Well... Let's get started. I've never had the pleasure of chatting to you on V180 before. So for those that haven't heard a lot about Doe, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am a gospel artist. Uh, my music is being pushed through the gospel genre and pass- passageways um, in the industry sonically and CCM. Um, and yeah, I mean, a lot of people say my music is eclectic and, and very different. And I think that just is a reflection of kind of the kind of music that my parents allowed us to listen to growing up. Um, just different genres within the Christian space. Um, so you hear that in my expression now. And other than that, I am a human <laughs> being. I'm a sister <laughs> and a friend <laughs> to whoever I can be a good friend to. So how did, you, how did you get into music? You were talking about your family is into music. Is, is that your roots? So how did you actually start this as a career? Yeah. So um, my family had uh, a gospel group called um, Forever Jones. Oh. And yes. And so we had a song come out and uh, or we had, we've had two albums under a label and one album independently that we put out. Awesome. And um, our first album just did really well, and that catapulted all of us just into the industry. And I was kind of a strong songwriter in the group. And um, we then, you know, after a while, everybody just kind of grew up and moved to different parts of the U.S. And and then one day I decided I wanted to go solo, and, you know, and everybody was so supportive, and here I am. You know, that's a short wow. version. Wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. So is all the rest of your family doing solo stuff now? Are they still in music? Some of them are. I have um, one brother who's doing pop, R&B, huh. and um, everybody still sings. But And then I have another brother that kind of does uh, indie-style wow. music. Um, but yeah, but, they, but my brothers actually produce for me. They play a huge role in producing. So... They are, their fingerprints are all over my life. Wow. How cool is that to be able to work with your family? That is awesome. It is so Especially having producer brothers. That's so cool. Yes. Yeah, it is so much fun. I feel so safe too because we we have a language. You know, families have a chemistry that they used to communicate. (laughs) And you can be a bit more frank with them too. Like if you don't like it, you can actually just come out and say, don't like that. Let's do it again. If nobody gets their feelings hurt. Yeah. You know, everybody's just like, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So is music now your main career? That's your full-time gig? That's all you're doing? Yeah, music, ministry, and – um. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I do other things um, that I love, you know, but 
the main thing right now is awesome. music. Definitely. So cool. So growing up, have you always had a relationship with Jesus? Was it always gospel Christian music or did you have dabble in the mainstream before you kind of moved into Christian? Um, so I did grow up in a Christian home. Um, obviously, I had my moment where I had to make my decision to follow Jesus and connect mm. with Jesus, um, which was, you know, beautiful. I'm so thankful that we can't have a relationship through other people because mm. that means there would be a hierarchy, right? That would mean that certain people are more valuable to him than we are. But God desires to have a full-blown relationship with each of us individually mm. and so as a kid, I, I fell in love. I fell deeply in love with Jesus and with the presence of God. And um, yeah, and um, but and we weren't allowed to listen to secular music. So <laughs> I, um, I don't think I was either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, as a pastor's kids, you know, PKs, we we there's a special <laughs> type of upbringing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music, and so you know, even now, um, I have major respect for anybody in the music industry who's working hard at their craft and to build their audience, um, you know, but I'm just very careful because music is my main expression. So it's also how I'm mainly and mostly impacted is through musical or creative mm. expression. So I'm just very, very careful with music um, as, as it pertains to like what I consume and Yes. You know, that's a, it's a conviction of mine. So yes, but yeah, that's so good. I'm I'm similar to that. I f- I tend to listen to the lyrics and like really relate it to myself and take it personally. Right. Whereas my husband he does audio producing and he doesn't even listen to the lyrics. Right. He's like listening to the instruments and how. So so it is funny how different people are wired and yeah. how we think differently. That you nailed it. Mm. Like I'm, it's how I'm wired. So, so. cool. Anyway. We'll get into some of your songs. Lead Us Again. When I heard that, I can relate to that so much. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to go to a small church in Whistler and in in Canada when we lived there just for a few years. And it was such a it was the only church in the whole of Whistler. And so wow. there was such a mixture of denominations. And it was just so amazing to see. There was no smoke and mirrors. There was no big band. It was just like a guy with a guitar and just seeing the the amazing fruits of people coming out of that was so awesome. And then to come back to a big church yeah. and see all that, it was really challenging for us. Mm-hmm. And then when I and then I heard your song Lead Us Again and I was like, Oh, that is just so relatable. Yeah. Can you talk into that? How did that song all come together? You know, I think that um, we were, I was in a writing session and, you know, this year there was that revival that happened at Asbury and um, mm. and it was really cool because it people became very hungry for the presence of God. They became hungry for a move of God in their own church. Um, but I think in some ways there was this, thought that we can just decide that we're having revival here and and call it revival Mm. and and us too you know and it's and but the truth is revival is not something yes or even that you decide it's something that god decides and it's something that we just obediently and consistently position ourselves Mm. for and god does and moves how he wants and and he responds to our faith and he responds to our um our consistency and he hears us but as far as his will and and him moving upon the 
church and you know what I mean? He has his timeline and he has how he wants to do it. And, um, and so we were speaking to the church as a whole, because on one end you have, I'm tired of forcing Mm. moments, conjuring up emotions and putting your, your name on it and saying, because I feel this and because I want this, this is God. But then the second verse is, we don't want to move ahead of you and worship the schedule instead of you. So it's the other side and the other extreme of that, which is that we are so um, dedicated to the schedule and structure that we won't allow the Holy Spirit to come in and mess Mm. things up in his own beautiful way. Because another characteristic of revival is that it's a little bit Mm. messy, you know, because human beings are being touched. Human beings are being delivered. So we're just having this conversation in a writing session, and you know that's kind of the context in which the song was. Wow, heard. I can so relate to that. Um, being in a worship team at church, you often feel like you're yeah. looking at the clock, and there's a timer, and you're like, "Okay, this has got to happen at this time." <laughs> and you're like, "But people are right. really into the presence of God right now. I don't want to stop." But you're like, "Yeah, I, I love that line. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't worship the schedule instead of Him. We've got to put Him first and just see what happens." Like, yeah, that's when that's when the awesome stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, so yeah, good. I love so. it. So, I mean, I think bottom line Mm. is to not choose one over the Mm. other, but to just say, Holy Spirit, lead us. Like, yes, we're prepared. We have a schedule in place. You know, we have something that we prepared for your arrival. But if you choose to do something different, we're following. When I Pray is also such a beautiful song. I had it on repeat last night. (laughs) I was just, I was like, I hadn't heard it before. And I I listened and went, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And my husband's like, who's this? This is awesome. And we've been um, really getting into it. So can you tell us a little bit about how that one came together? Yeah. I mean, When I Pray is like, I, I, I flew to New York because a dear friend of mine was going through a really rough time. And I went up there because I was going to pray with this person. We were going to pray through this moment. Mm. And, um, you know, while I was there, I kept thinking about my dad's words, that prayer is the ancient wireless system where there are no drop calls. And there's just something mm. about the fact that God always hears you. And the only thing that, test him or or will cause your your prayers really to hit the ceiling and you know come back down even though he has ears and ears everybody but it's pride you know (laughs) and so that means that you can come to God in an unchurched way that is not eloquent that might even be uh offensive to the church buttoned up person who knows exactly how to pray but God will hear them mm. over you because you, because of your heart posture. Or will hear you over them, excuse me, will hear mm. your prayer over theirs. And theirs might be, yeah. the, you know, perfectly worded and sounds so powerful. They might even emote better than you do, like full of emotion, full of passion. But mm. you know what I'm saying? And so I, I mm. wanted, mm. I feel like, and I can even say I wanted, because that, that song came so fast. And it was God just dropping this revelation saying, I need, I need the person who thinks that I don't hear them because they don't know how to talk the way church people talk. I need that person to know that I hear them. 
and I'm waiting to have a conversation with mm. them. And so, um, that's just where that song, you know, that's where that song came from. And it's really funny because uh, some people <laughs> here in the States can't get with it. You know, they're like, I don't know why you had to say it that yeah, way. Really? And I'm like, it's okay. It wasn't for you. It's okay. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> you, you, you already know how to pray. You already know how to pray. So it's for the person who... You know what I mean? The things that God can hear. Yeah, and I, I you it, know. so yeah, that means it a reminds lot. me of that verse. Is it? I don't know if it had anything to do. With, I think it's Matthew. Just looking it up, Matthew six five, and it says, "When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners, seen by everyone. But to go and when you pray, to oh, go yeah. and pray in secret. It, it reminds me of that verse. Did you have that in mind when you wrote it, or, that's or not? Oh, so good. I, I didn't. I didn't, but that's giving me goosebumps, and I love that scripture. Um, and, that, and that's the thing, is it a song like this, or even a message like this that gives people permission to pray, to talk to God, offends the person who thinks yeah. they've got it all down packed, and, they, and it's their favorite <laughs> yes. thing to do in front of people. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so yeah, I, I love that. i got to say, also, did you just get engaged in April? Was it April? A little while ago. I did. You did? It was in, uh, yeah, it was in April, yeah. Oh, huge congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. So you're not Thank married. You. So when's, when's, the, when's the wedding? Have you started planning or is it still kind of coming up or where are you at? Yeah, so we're um, looking at February. That's what we're Ooh, looking at. Ooh, so exciting. Mm-hmm. Have you got your dress Coming yet? up. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the hardest part, I think. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm tr- I'm still trying to get my body in shape. You know what I'm saying? That's actually the hardest part. Like, what size? What size do no. I want to be in five months? <laughs> what are you talking about? You look amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, congratulations! That's so exciting. Thank you. And uh, so good. You wrote that a little while yeah. ago, but it's one that we've been playing a lot on V One Eighty, and we still get some good, good um, reviews from it. Can you tell us about so good? Yeah, so um, so good. I wrote with Chuck Butler and a guy named Ethan Holt. And Chuck actually did a lot of writing for Torin Wells. And um, I think it was, yeah. The cool thing about songwriting is if you do it in like a collect, a a group uh, or a few people, you're literally bringing all of your sonic palettes together uh, for one message, right? And you're saying, okay, let's, let's create something that um, is for Joe for your album that has, all of these different elements mm. in it. And um, so we knew we wanted to talk about how good God was. And and um, so we just sat, we sat through it for a few hours and, and, and wrote that song. And I honestly, that, that was the song on the album that I didn't know was going to do as oh, well as really? it did. Um, but yeah, I just didn't know. It wasn't a filler song, but I just, I didn't know that. Um, and it did really well. I was really mm. proud of that song. Yeah, we love it. It's good fun. Thank is you. that so? Is that how you connected with Torin Wells then for Joy in the Morning through Chuck, or was that completely no, separate? Um, that is separate. How did we connect with? I think he was <laughs> wanting was to do a question. remix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've met Torin a couple of times, and he's been very kind. But um, mm-hmm. I think he was just wanting to do a remix, and and they were just, I guess they were thinking like, who is the female vocal we want on this track? You know, and. I was just 
really honored that they thought of me. <laughs> so cool. How did that, yeah. when you were recording during the morning, did you actually go to the studio with them or did you record that separately and then they kind of add the vocals in later? Yeah, yeah. I um, The vocals were in there. It's funny. It's kind of like how you, you think that, like, you, have you ever seen, um, you have, but sometimes with animated <laughs> movies, the yeah. people who are voicing it have never, they were not, they never saw each other throughout the whole process. Of yes, the yeah. yeah. They're so always was, at home. Yeah, that's how <laughs> it was yeah, like, I went to my brother's house to his studio. We they flew the track over in email and wow. we <laughs> recorded it. That's so weird, hey! Like technology these days that you can, I know, you can right? release a song that you're with this right. person and you've never even met them half the time in real life. Right? It's so funny. you would think listening to that, you people probably are picturing us in the studio, like yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean, <laughs> talking <laughs> talking through the parts. But yeah, they kind of just gave us the notes so of what cool. they wanted. And that, I mean, technology does. It makes life yes. cheaper and easier yes. to, to do these makes things. Makes it, yeah, a lot cheaper <laughs> than traveling. So cool. What, what about your sure. Um, sure. collab with One yeah. Day? We, we chatted to her a few weeks ago on V182 and she Hi. was saying that you guys are good mates. Did you yeah. guys, were you working together in the studio for that one or was that separate? She was actually there with me. She was there. Her, her verse was already Woo. recorded, <laughs> but they came to Nashville and I think they were doing some other stuff there, but I met that her and her team at the... Uh, studio and we uh we just hashed out that song you know i i mean i did my part um Mm -hmm. and they already had everything else recorded so she also already had a vocal on there just showing (laughs) me like what notes she wanted me to sing and so yeah so it was cool that that was fun when you do that do you write your do you write your own part or are you kind of just given the lyrics no i mean that one it depends sometimes i do write uh, a part on the song um but with that one i was given the lyrics which obviously with joy in the morning yeah, yeah. i was given the lyrics um <laughs> but yeah sometimes i do like um i don't know if you know who israel houghton is but we did yeah broken yeah we did broken people and i he was like i've been working on this song but we haven't gotten it finished yet and i want to see what so I kind of was a sounding <sighs> sounding wall board for those lyrics and helped finish that one up, and then we recorded it. But, you know, it just depends on yeah. oh, the so situation. Cool. So yeah. do you, for your own album, do you like to write your own music yeah. or do you like to collaborate with other people? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I do collaborate. I do. I collaborate more than ever before now. Mm-hmm. But before, like my first album, there were a lot of songs that I just wrote. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, even when we were like deciding what songs to sing, there were a lot that were, that were me, but. I'm understanding the joy of collaboration nowadays and just, you know, I think that you are exposed again to a perspective and a life experience that you can't Mm -hmm. have because you've never been in their shoes and that comes out in sonic expression, like just hearing them, you know, what notes that they would pick, you know, so. Um, on this next album, I, it was a lot, a lot of collaboration, but I'm, I'm definitely writing in, in every, on every song. I am one of the main writers because in order for me to minister that song and sing it live and mean what I'm saying, I have to believe Mm. in what I'm saying. Um, unless I just, you know, hear an amazing song and I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I have to sing this. this. 
this really hits me. So cool. You know? yeah. And you mentioned a new album you're working on at the moment. Can you fill us in? Where are you at with that? How's it all going? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really excited about this album. Um, I, yeah, I, I actually, oh, I feel like I'm, I'm struggling to put my words together because I've experienced a lot of life between mm-hmm. the first album and this album. And, um, so I feel like I have so much to say. Mm. Um, but I think that what people are going to get out of this next album is more honesty and vulnerability lyrically, because that was a huge thing um, with my last album. I wanted people to feel seen through my lyrics. Mm. I wanted to give words um, to people who maybe didn't know how to articulate how they felt about something. And I think I'm just able to do that more and more and in a probably in a in a in a broader way because there are more writers on this next album. But yeah, I'm really excited about it. Beautiful. Um, how do you find mm-hmm. I, I was talking to Sarah Reeves about this because her latest album is like quite raw and vulnerable and she's talking about her her divorce and really personal stuff in her album. How do you find when you when you're opening up and you're being so vulnerable about you know life stuff it's so personal and then you're collaborating with other people and you're bringing them in on this journey how, how do you find like opening up with other people and putting a song together when it's just so personal I guess yeah you know I struggled with that because I again being a pastor's daughter mm. and having walked through a few things publicly and maybe not being uh, not being super proud of the way that people handled my information um, st- mm. stepping into artistry was a little bit scary. And I remember... It's vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I remember calling Jonathan McReynolds and saying, how do I do this without getting hurt? Mm. And he said, you have to communicate in a way that you let people know that they can see but not touch. Mm. Um, like when you walk into a museum there is a protective barrier between you and the things that we're not allowed to touch. And um, he just said, you will learn what that boundary is, Yeah, wow. but you'll learn to articulate in such a way that you, you can relate to people. They are able to experience you, but they are not allowed to handle you in such a way that could be hurtful or you don't mm. give off. You don't give, you know what I mean? More information about a, a subject than they need and being comfortable saying, I don't want to talk about yeah. that, you know, or changing the subject yeah. or, you know, and so <clears throat> anyway, yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> that was so powerful to me because yeah, just, it was so clearly communicated. Yeah. Um, and everybody has to figure out what that boundary line is. I know? think that's just a really great advice for people in, in real, in just normal life in having relationships with people knowing like, who is a safe person that you can open up to and share with and who you need to kind of put boundaries up because they could hurt you and they could um, take it too far, you know. Like, I think that's, yeah. yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Before we go, I like to ask a lot of the artists this question. Is there a favorite Bible verse that's kind of stuck out to you that's kind of you've held on to your whole life? My whole life? That would be Psalms 91. My mom, she made us, she made us <laughs> memorize the whole chapter. However, I could not recite that for you today, 
but when I find myself, <laughs> when the I, whole, wait, what did you say? The whole chapter of what? Uh, Psalms ninety-one. Psalm ninety. The whole chapter. Wow, that's impressive. She did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just knew how to our brains work, and we grew up in a musical family, so a lot of it was done with music. And Love it. We, but nobody's really good at memorizing today because of the world we live in. Like, you can't... Yeah, we just get our phone out and <laughs> I'll just Google it. Hang on. <laughs> right. Nobody knows. Her. Like, it took me the longest time to memorize my own phone number. <laughs> um, but, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Psalm 91. And then there's another one. I think it's Psalms 53 and 10. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I love this prayer because it works in every situation. Creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Um creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. Take not my Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation and grant me a willing spirit that will sustain me. Mm. And I just think that's such a great prayer for life. You know, like if you're walking through a situation where you might be battling with offense, you can pray that prayer. If you're struggling with a new level of surrender to God, you can pray that prayer. If you're struggling, you know, relationally with people and, and, and you need God to help you, you can pray that prayer. It's mm. just such a great, all-encompassing prayer, you know, of, of surrender to the Lord. Mm. So I love that one. Beautiful. And when can we expect your album to be out? Do you have a release date yet or an idea? Um, yes. Top of the year is the idea. <laughs> that's all we have, yeah. Top of the, oh, like yes. early next year? Yeah. Early next year. Yeah. Oh, that's soon. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm also, very exciting. Yeah, very I have exciting. A, I have another single coming out next Friday too. So Oh, This thing is, really? yeah, we're, we've got the ball rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, girl. Can you, yeah. can you tell us a little bit? Cause- oh, sweet. So this single is called Holy Hands. It's my newest single. And uh, basically, it's just like, it's a testifying song. And the chorus is like, you know, holy, you made me holy. And I thank you for these holy hands. And I just think, man, like, we couldn't even approach God right without the sacrifice of Jesus. Like, the fact that we can all lift our hands in corporate worship and individual private worship moments is a testament to Jesus' sacrifice. And my hands, when I lift them to heaven, are not dirty. They are holy because Christ made me holy. Wow. So it's this whole, it's just a, yeah, the song is like, thank you for these holy hands. But it's got an R&B kind of feel to it. Love it. I can't wait to hear it. That's so exciting. Thank you. And how can we keep in touch if uh, people are listening right now and they want to follow your journey? What's the best way to follow you and keep in touch with Doe? Yeah, so my phone number is 31. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you guys kidding? I thought you couldn't memorize your phone 318. number. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, it just took me a year. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you guys can follow me at, uh, on Instagram at Dojones Music, on TikTok at Dojones Music. Um, you guys can go to my YouTube and uh, check out my music. And as much as I can, I like to interact with people who are following my journey and impacted by my journey as well. So slide into my DMs and and let me know how my music is blessing you or how I can pray for you. Um, Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Dory, thank you so much for being so generous with your time. It's been so great to chat to you. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.